What's up, guys? How's everybody doing today? Hope you're kicking ass. Hope you guys are in high gear. I know I'm fucking revved up. Holy shit. Beautiful weather here today in Clearwater, Florida. Wow, it's freaking nice. 82 degrees and sunny and... Alright, shut up, Jason. I know a lot of you live up north, so sorry, not sorry. It's a nice day. I You can't be mad at me for just being happy about having a nice day today. Anyway, so... Hope you guys are kicking ass, as I mentioned a minute ago. Welcome to Daily Drives. I'm Jason. I'm your host. As always, you can find me on social media. Just look me up. C-R-E-M-E-A-N-S is how you spell my last name. My first name is Jason. You should have that down pat by now. Uh, It was the most popular name given to males born in the United States in 1979. Fun fact for you. So, (laughs) happens to be the year I was born. Um... (laughs) I went to school with a lot of Jasons. I'm just going to say it. Uh, anyway, so let me turn this radio off in the background. I'm back to driving again. I got a car. That's fucking awesome. For those of you who have been following me, you know uh, life's been a struggle. And, you know, we've, uh, we've had to cut some things out of our financial diet in order to be able to afford the things that we need, uh, the most important things. One of those things that we had to sacrifice was a car. <laughs> So for about six months or five months, something like that, I was uh, taking public transportation to get myself to work. Uh, So the bus, ride PSTA, all right. So that's Pinellas Suncoast Transit Authority. If you didn't already know, now you know. Store that for future reference. Should you ever make your way to to St. Petersburg, uh, then you'll know exactly what I'm talking about if you wanna wanna jump on the bus. It's, uh, It's pretty convenient, it's pretty easy. And, uh, you know, they're, they're consistently um, on time. Yeah, they're, they're consistent, we'll say that. <laughs> anyway, like I said, I hope you're kicking ass. Uh, kicking ass. Uh, I'm excited. I'm just, I just got off work. I'm headed to pick my daughter up, and uh, then we're going home, and I don't know what the fuck we're doing, but it's a nice day, so I'm sure we'll do something. Um, now, uh, the thing I want to talk about very quickly is you're, you're broke, you're out of money, you're living paycheck to paycheck. We want to talk about why. Uh, it's really simple, guys, and, and it all comes down to one big fat word. It's called budget. So let's talk about this for just a minute, all right? So you hop in the car Monday morning, right? You, uh, you know you're going to be going to work all week. You go fill up the gas tank. That's one of the first things that you do. Um, I mean, if you're me, kind of. <clears throat> you like to fill up the gas tank on Monday, so you're good to go for the week. You're not stopping to get gas on your way to or from work. You can do the other things that you need to do. I like to collapse as much time as possible. Uh, knock as many things out in one trip as possible. I hate making multiple trips to uh, you know across town to do this or that or whatever. I'm just like, let's get it all done, right? That's just me. It's the way I do things. So you, know, so you stop at the store, uh, at the gas station. You got to get gas. Uh, but of course, since you're there, you may as well grab a cup of coffee, right? Uh, so you go in, you spend 35 bucks to fill up the gas tank, 30 bucks, and uh, you buy a coffee. Let's call it 250, uh, and it's gas station coffee. It's overpriced, but it is what it is. So there we are. Um, so you buy yourself a cup of coffee. Uh, while you're in there, you realize, ah, you know, I'm kind of hungry. Yeah, I'm gonna grab this Danish or a donut or uh, whatever, whatever, right? You spend another couple bucks, right? And then you think to yourself, well, you know, after the coffee's gone, I'm going to want something to, to drink. So I'll grab a couple of sodas or a couple of Gatorades or a couple of uh, waters or whatever, you know. So you went in uh, to drop 30 bucks in your gas tank. 
uh, you walked out with you know thirty dollars in your gas tank and, and ten or fifteen or twenty dollars worth of other shit, right? Um, so that's that's probably not so bad if you're only doing that on Monday. Uh, but of course, you know, Tuesday rolls around, and uh, boy, it's kind of tired. <laughs> you know, you're kind of tired Tuesday morning, so you're like, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna stop at the gas station again, but I- I'm just gonna go grab myself. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go grab myself a coffee because I'm a little worn out this morning. Yesterday, Monday was rough, right? Whatever. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm tired, but I go get myself a cup of coffee. That's where we're at with it. All right. So uh, while you're in there, you realize, oh, I'm you know, kind of hungry again today. And boy, I had that Danish yesterday. It was really fucking good. Uh, so, and you know what? Again, I'm, I'm going to need something after the coffee's gone to, to kind of wet my whistle a little bit. So Maybe I should grab a couple more waters again. You go in to spend two fifty or whatever it is on coffee. You walk out spending ten bucks on on merchandise, right? Junk food, right? <clears throat> well, no big deal. You decide Wednesday, dude. We're fucking. I'm blowing through my cash. I can't do this. I'm not doing that today. Uh, but the wife calls and says, "Hey, listen. I need you to stop and grab bread and milk and eggs on your way home, right? Could you swing by Walmart because that's the cheapest place in town?" Swing by Walmart and get those three items on your way home. I'd appreciate it. No problem. All right, we're going to do that. So wife calls, tells you what you got to do. You throw it on the list. You hop in the car after work. You head that direction. You go to Walmart. You grab the three things. That's all you're getting. You're not getting anything else, just the three things. On your way up to the cash register. (laughs) On the way up to the cash register, you're in line and you see all these items. All right, all these items that are that are close to the cash register. You see, the soda is sitting there. You know, uh, it's got the little cooler where you can just reach in and grab one, uh, a twenty-ounce bottle. It's only a couple bucks, right? And boy, I've been standing in this line. It's, it's going to be a minute. I'm going to grab a soda. You know, if you're like me, you open the thing before you even pay for it, right? You know, you're good for it, so it's no big deal. You're not stealing. As long as you pay for it, you're good. As long as you pay for it before you walk out the door, you're good to go. So. <laughs> okay, so you like you grab a soda, and then you see also right next to the soda, interestingly enough, is uh, you know the gum. So you're like, oh shit, you know gum. I, uh, I I was talking to somebody yesterday that told me my breath stunk. I should grab some gum in case that happens again, because you know because of the coffee that I've been drinking. <laughs> so of course you grab some you grab some gum, right? No big deal. It's uh, it's like a dollar, not not a, not a big not a big deal. It's a buck. Right? So, right next to the coffee, you see that there are uh, these little cute fucking uh, USB chargers for your iPhone. And you know that yours isn't working very well. Maybe you dropped it in some ketchup. I don't know. Uh, during your lunch or whatever. And it doesn't work right anymore. So, it's not charging your phone properly. It takes like all day to charge to 50%. You're like, I know that's not right. So, obviously. I got to get a new one and they're right here. They're cheap. They're only 10 bucks. All right. So you grab that. So now you got the, uh, the milk, the eggs, the bread, the soda, uh, and the iPhone charger, right? And your gum. <laughs> so you got your milk, your egg, your bread, your milk, your eggs, your bread, uh, your iPhone charger, your soda, your gum, and you're ready to check out, right? So put all the stuff up there, you check out, you know, you, you spent an extra 20 bucks or an extra 30 bucks, whatever it was, uh, on your way out, of course, 
there's these little girls set up with their cookies and they're like mister and they're just so sweet and they're so nice and you love the cookies so much you know how much you love the fucking girl scout cookies right and so they're set up right there you know they're only four dollars a box you know far stretch from the two i think i remember when i was a kid but whatever they're they're only four bucks or five bucks depending upon where you are i guess uh a box mister you know you're you'd be helping out our our troop how do you say no to that? I mean, cute little kids selling stuff for their Girl Scout troop or for their choir or for their whatever it is, and they're not real expensive, and you know you love the shit anyway, so you buy it, right? You spend another 10, 15, hey, you're generous, you spend another 20 bucks, okay? You get home, everything gets delivered, whatever, whatever. You go on about your business. Now, the moral of this story is that realistically, at the gas station, you needed to get gas. At the grocery store, you needed to get milk, eggs, and bread, right? Instead, you spent an extra $70 or $100 or just $20. Whatever the number is, it doesn't matter because it's extra money. You wonder why the fuck you're broke. You wonder why you don't have money five days after you get paid or three days after you get paid or the next day after you get paid. I'm going to tell you why. It's because you're not utilizing a budget. You're not writing the fuck down what you spend your money on so that you can clearly see where all of your money is going. It's only a dollar, it's only $2, it's only $5, it's only $10, it's only 20 bucks. By the time you get to the end of your paycheck, you're 24 hours later and you're like, what the fuck, man, where's all my money? And then all of a sudden a bill comes due that you completely forgot about, Netflix, because it's an automatic payment. So it hits your fucking bank account. And guess where you're at now? Now, instead of paying $10.99 for your Netflix account, now you're paying a $35 overdraft fee and the $10.99. For that, cut that shit and just go to cable. Pay the bill late like everybody else. (laughs) That's where your money's going, guys. You've got to set up a budget. So we're going to talk about this in, in a little bit more detail, okay? If you're living paycheck to paycheck, then the very first thing that you need to do in order to make sure that you have money in your pocket from one paycheck to the next is listen to me right here and right now. And the first fucking thing that you have to do and you have to be diligent about it is you have to create a budget. And I'm not saying, okay, yeah, but Jason, I know what my bills are. I got that shit in my head. No, I get that. That's fine. Everybody's got that shit in their head, right? Which is why you're still fucking broke. (laughs) I'm just telling you the truth. Write that shit down. Write it down. Put it on a fucking calendar. On your paydays, what bills are you going to be paying on those particular paydays? When are these bills due? How much are they? How often are they due? Whatever. Whatever it is that you're spending your money on, you need to write it down. Stop fucking kidding yourself. And pretending that all you got to do is take a look at your bank account every day so you know where you are. So then, you know, I know how much money I have. What's the point in creating a budget? I know if I have $100 in the bank that that's all I have. So I can't spend that $100 unless 
you know, I don't want to pay my cell phone bill or whatever, right? Yeah, okay, great. That's great. I'm glad to hear that you have the basic understanding of how to budget. Now, write that shit down. (laughs) Stop pretending that you're good at it and write it down. That's step number one. (laughs) The first thing that you're going to write down is the bills that you absolutely fucking have to pay or life just cannot continue. Rent, mortgage, whichever one you have, that's going to come first, right? Food, your utilities, those are next. If you have electric and gas and water and cable and internet, write all that shit down. We're going to talk about your overspending here in a minute, but write that shit down. All right? So the first thing you got to pay is you got to have a roof over your head, so you got to pay the rent or the mortgage. The next thing you got to pay, you have to have running water and electricity. You got to have those things. I mean, you can live without them, but guys, it sucks. <laughs> so if you want to if you want to sacrifice that, if you want that to be your sacrifice, then by all means, make it your sacrifice, but it fucking sucks. So go right ahead. Not my call, but this is what I would do. I pay the electric and the water next, right? Fuck the cable, fuck the internet, fuck the phones, cell phones, house phones, whatever. I don't care. Fuck them. You can get by without that shit if you have to. Not saying you're going to, just saying if you have to, you can do it. That's true. Fact. Like it or not. Now, Those are the first bills you're going to pay. Next, you got to have food, guys. Right? you got to have food. There is no reason, no way in hell that you're going to get by without eating. You or the family. Whether you're single or you're married or you have kids or you don't. doesn't matter. you got to eat. So, food has to come next. Alright? Now, next transportation to get yourself to and from your employment. Otherwise, you won't have a fucking job to have money with anyway, right? So transportation is next. Now, if that means that you have a car payment or that means that, you know, whatever, whatever, the first thing you got to have is gas to put in your car or you got to have a bus pass so you can ride the bus to work or you got to have money for a taxi cab, right? That has to be next in your budget transportation expenses. If you can't get to work, you can't make money. Transportation expenses come next. Okay, take fucking three. <laughs> Actually, it's like four now. Huh, you guys don't know this, but I I had a call come in, so it stopped me from continuing my recording on the last segment. So I had to take a time out and answer the phone. Well, I answered the phone. It was an un, I, you know, a, a number that's not programmed into my phone. So it's probably somebody business, you know, wanting to sell me something or wanting to buy something from me. So um, I always answer as long as they don't, you know, uh, t- try to scam me. And we'll talk about that later. But anyway, so um, I, I answered, but nobody, nobody responded to my, my greeting. <laughs> so um, I'm like, all right, well, obviously a robocall hung up. Started to record again, right? I'm like 45 seconds into recording again, and I get a call from a different number, same area code, 
So I answer, same thing happened. So I'm like, well, fuck it. I called back. And I lit this dude up that answered the phone. I'm like, what the hell, man? Like, you're calling me, but then I answer and you don't say anything. Like, don't you realize how frustrating that is for someone when they are just trying to answer the damn phone and you're not there? And he said, my apologies, sir. I just wanted to find out if you had filed your, or filled out your enrollment for uh, your health insurance yet this year. And I'm like, that's all well and good. You must be using an auto dialer. And he says, yeah. And I was like, tell your company to cut that shit out. Nobody likes auto dialers. Not your fault. My bad. I didn't mean to yell at you. But my enrollment is complete for the year. I do not need any health insurance at this time. Thank you for the call. Good luck to you. I hope you get a good one today. So <laughs> I yelled at the guy, and then I apologized to him for yelling at him. So, you know, because I know what it's like to get yelled at when you're like, damn, dude, why are you calling me screaming at me? Uh, and that was kind of how it was. So, <laughs> so take three. Um, yeah, so transportation to and from work, I would have to say, would be next on the list, um, in my opinion. Now, you may have other things that outweigh that. So that's going to be up to you. But keep in mind, when I talk about transportation to and from work, I'm talking about if you have a car payment, not just the car payment, not just the gas, but also any mechanical repairs that you need to make um, that you're planning for, things like that. Um, but also if you get your car cleaned, you take it to a car wash, whatever. It's only a couple bucks. I don't care. Put it in the budget. All right. And if you're thinking to yourself, putting a, a, a Mountain Dew on your budget every single day is ridiculous, then that's the reason you're fucking broke. Because if you're buying a Mountain Dew every single day and you're like, it's only a dollar or it's only a dollar fifty or it's only two dollars, then it's that mentality that's keeping you broke right now. That's why we're going over this. So everything from then on is going gonna, is gonna to basically be in line at that point with uh, my car is telling me I'm almost out of gas, so I got to do that. Um, but it's in line basically at that point with your, the, what you're willing to sacrifice, what you're willing to, what, what is next on your priority list, right? My priorities might be a little bit different than yours. Okay. Maybe you have medications that are high on that priority list, obviously. So your medications are on there above, uh, you know, your transportation, but whatever it is that's your most priority, you want to write those things down first and you want to put everything else after it. Everything that, can, that could be sacrificed if it needed to be after it to the least important thing to you. Maybe your Netflix is extremely important to you. Maybe your Netflix means nothing in comparison to eating. Do you know what I mean? So prioritize those bills. Now, the reason that you're doing that is not so you can decide what you're going to pay and what you're not going to pay um, on time. The reason that you're doing that is because now you're going to decide what's necessary and what you can get rid of. But Jason, I don't want to get rid of any of these things. I don't fucking care. Do you want to be broke and have all of those things or do you want to have a few dollars in your checking account in between every paycheck? Because I know what I'd rather have. All right. Netflix can kiss my ass. Give me the 10 bucks a month right? Because that's what I need right now, right? Again, your priorities might be a little bit different than mine and that's okay. You're allowed to have different priorities than me. <laughs> all right. So after you've got all these things written down, you know exactly what you have going out every month. You're like, Jason, some of my bills 
fluctuate, right? How do I deal? How do I program into my budget bills that are variable, like the electric bill, the water bill, right? Okay. You're going to go through the last 12 months of your bills. You're going to see what your highest, what your highest uh, bill was for the previous 12 months. Okay? You're going to take a look at your highest bill. You're going to take a look at your lowest bill. Okay? You're going to add those two together and you're going to divide them by two. Alright? This is going to give you basically a quick average of what your bill actually is each month for the year. Then you're going to add 20% to that number. Add 20% to that number. So if your highest bill was 200, your lowest bill was 100, you're going to get 150 when you add them together and divide by two, right? Because 300 divided by two is 150. So your average bill is going to be 150. Add 20% to that, which is 30 more dollars. $180, still lower than your highest bill, but much higher than your lowest bill. Why do you want to do that? Because on variable bills, you know you're going to go up some months and down others. You're going to be able to play with your money based on those variations. Okay, that variation is going to award you an extra Mountain Dew throughout the uh, the, the month, or it's going to award you, you know, an extra cup of coffee or whatever it is. Okay, and you'll understand why that's important here in just a minute. So, you take your highest bill, your lowest bill on bills that vary. Add them together, divide by two to give yourself a rough average. That's not your average, that's a rough average. If you want your average, take all 12 months, add them all together, divide by 12. There's your real average for the year. All right? You could do it that way too. It's up to you. But I like doing it this way because it's faster and easier and a lot less math. I can do it in my head, as you can clearly tell. Okay? So, highest bill, lowest bill, add them together, divide it by two. There it is. Add 20% to that number. Take whatever number that is. And, add, and multiply it by 20 to find out what 20% is. Multiply it by 0. 0.20, okay? Or 20% if you're using a calculator. If you got to Google it, fine, whatever. I don't care. Figure out what 20% of that number is and add it, okay? When you do that, you're going to give yourself a little bit of a buffer on those bills. You should have enough to pay it. But if you're a little bit short, you can take it from somewhere else. And I'll, we'll talk about that again here in just a second, in just more detail as we go along here. So if you do that for your gas bill, which is always a little bit different every single month, or, and you do that for your electric bill, and you do that for, you know, two other bills that you have that are varying like that, now you have some months a surplus and other months you're, uh, you're, you're negative, right? But it's not going to be the same every month with every bill, right? So like one month you're going to be ahead on your electric you're going to be behind on your uh, your gas bill. So you can take some of that that you're ahead on the electric and put it toward the gas bill. Makes sense, right? So you can move that money around a little bit that way if you give yourself that little bit of a buffer. So that's how I handle bills that have varying amounts, all right? If they're drastically varying amounts, okay, like a credit card payment, for example, your credit card payments are based upon your balance. So that means you need to reduce that balance. We'll talk a little bit more about that when I come back. Right now, I want you to enjoy a song. 
Oh, Rihanna, I don't know how to tell you this, baby, but if you haven't gotten that money yet, you are not going to see that money. So you can sing to your heart's content, but uh, it ain't coming through. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to follow up. Uh, we're talking about bills and budgeting right now. So let's dig more into this, okay? We've already talked about writing your bills down, prioritizing those bills, and how to handle bills with varying amounts like your electric and gas, right? Because they're always a little bit different. So we talked about all of those things. These are really good strategies to help to keep you on track with your spending. Now, once you've prioritized your bills, you've got everything in line, you know exactly how uh, you're going to be distributing your money throughout the month to make sure that all these bills are paid on time, um, if you're living paycheck to paycheck, that means that every paycheck that you get, you have certain bills that you have to pay because they're due before your next paycheck, right? So those are the bills that you're going to pay with that particular paycheck. Maybe you get paid weekly, um, so you can't pay everything out of one check. Maybe you get paid bi-weekly, so it's a little bit easier to pay each of the bills, um, <laughs> leaving you with even less money. And maybe you get paid twice a month. A lot of folks in sales, especially first and 15th or last day of the month and the 15th. So uh, sometimes that makes managing your money a little bit easier because most bills are due on the first and or 15th, right? So you're going to decide where your paychecks fall based or versus where your bills are due. And you're going to utilize the amount of money that you need in each paycheck to pay the bills that are coming due next. You don't have to pay them early. A lot of people do that. A lot of people will go ahead and when they get paid, say on Friday, uh, they'll go ahead and shell out all the money for the bills that are going to be coming due in the next two weeks if you get paid bi-weekly or in the next week if you get paid weekly or in the next um, two and a half weeks if you're paid semi-monthly. So you're going to allocate each of those paychecks to certain bills. What this is going to do is it's going to give you a schedule, okay? This schedule is really, really important because it's telling you exactly how much you're going to have going out of each paycheck and what you're going to have left. We call that your disposable income, okay? The disposable income isn't just money you can throw away. There's other reasons for this. We'll talk about this some more. But first, the first thing I want to talk about is what is it that you have going out that doesn't necessarily need to be going out, okay? So obviously you don't have in your budget the random shit that you buy uh, on a day-to-day -day basis, okay? The reason that that's not in your budget is because it's not a priority for you. For example, your fuel for your car, your gas for your car should be in your budget. If you're not good at figuring that out, it's really simple. Start by filling up your gas tank on a Monday or the first day of your work week and write that number down, how much money it took to fill up your gas tank. For me, I've got a small tank, so 30, 35 bucks at two and a half a gallon is right in line with about what I'm gonna spend, right? So 30, 35 bucks every fill up. I know that I have to fill up twice every week in order to get everybody where they need to go and everything like that. So if it's $35, I'm rounding up a little bit. If it's $35 every time I fill up and I fill up twice a week, then I need to allocate $70 a week to my fuel. That's it. Not a penny more. Now, why did I say not a penny more? 
because you're a nice guy. <laughs> Your neighbor says, hey man, my car's broke down. I need a ride to work today. Well, that ride to work, even though he's your friend, he's your neighbor, and you want to help him out, that ride to work is not in your budget. So that money that you're going to spend, that $2 or $5 or you know, $1.73 or $0.96, cents, whatever it is, doesn't matter. That has to come from your disposable, I put in quotations, uh, your disposable income, all right? So that's extra shit, right? But you got to look at your bills and you got to say, all right, I have the rent. I got to have the, I got to pay that. I have the utilities. I got to pay that. I have food. I got to pay that, right? I have to have uniforms for my kid's school. I have to have medication for uh, my anxiety or whatever it is that you have uh, medications for. Whatever your, your bills are that are your high priorities, those are the ones that you're going to absolutely not, you're not able to get rid of. They're there. They are what they are. They're going to be what they're going to be, and that's it. Um, if your rent or your mortgage is too high, move. <laughs> Simple as that, guys. I know it sounds like a pain in the ass because it is a pain in the ass to move. It's a pain in the ass uh, to move regardless of whether you're moving 12 miles away or 12,000 miles away or 1,200 miles away. It doesn't matter. It's always a pain in the ass, and I get that. But if it's going to save you money in the long run, it might be a good move for you. Now, Everything else other than those major bills that are priority in order to keep life moving, everything else is sacrificial. You can literally stop utilizing everything else. You can stop. You don't need cell phones. I know it's 2019. Everybody has a cell phone. Everybody's connected to the internet. We're so used to being able to receive and send information so very quickly that at this point we're completely spoiled. The internet has been around for 30 years today. Uh, for those of you who are looking at the calendar and see that it's Tuesday, March the 12th, which is when I'm finishing up this episode, then you know that today is the 30th anniversary of the World Wide Web. So for 30 years, so in other words, for your kids all their entire lives have been able to send and receive information literally in seconds, right? So we're used to this. We feel like we need this in order to survive in life. But the truth is you don't fucking need it. You don't need a cell phone. You don't need a Netflix account or Hulu. You don't need them. You don't need cable. You don't need internet at home. Nice to have very convenient. It's a pain in the ass to live without, but you can. I've done it. Trust me. You can do it too. So once you've added everything up and you weigh that against the amount of money that you bring home, your post-tax income, your net earnings, what you actually see on your paycheck, you're going to see how much money you have left, if any. And I'm telling you that if you're anywhere between 10 and 20% of your income left as disposable income, then you're overspending. Did you hear what I said? If you are somewhere between only 10 to 20% disposable income after you've paid your bills, then you are overspending. You cannot survive like this. It's like trying to sell a quarter for 26 cents. You're not going to be in business long, okay? Are you making a profit? Yeah, but you're not making enough of a profit that's going to make any fucking difference. Right? And who's going to buy a quarter for 26 cents? Doesn't make sense. <laughs> See what I did there? Anyway, so 
you're going to determine what you can get rid of if you are somewhere between, so for example, if you make $1,000 a month just to make the numbers easy and you have $900 a month in bills going out, you've got $100 left, that's 10%. That means that somewhere along the line, I'm spending too much money. That means that I need to somehow get more than 20% uh, in that disposable income bracket. So I have to find a way to shave off $100 somewhere. Netflix is 10 bucks. The gym membership you don't use is 30 bucks. There's 40 right there. We're halfway there, right? And then let's say you've got a Hulu account also. There's another 10 bucks, right? Whatever it is that you're spending your money on, okay? If you like to go out to eat once a week and it's a $30 trip every time, there's your money right there. Stop going out to eat. But Jason, I love going out to eat with my family. Eat at home with your family. It's healthier anyway. Healthier and a hell of a lot less expensive. Buy the stuff that you want to make for dinner and make it at home. And I'm, I'll guarantee you, you're going to start seeing yourself saving money. If you're spending 5 bucks a day at lunch or $7 a day at lunch or $10 a day at lunch, when you start packing your lunch, maybe bring the leftovers from the night before like I always do uh, because it's already made, and, and if you're like me, uh, if the leftovers sit in the fridge for two or three days, they're gone. They're, they're going to get tossed out, right? Uh, if, if you're at my house, that's how it works. So instead, my wife will put, like she'll literally portion out a meal for me from our, uh, our dinner, and she'll stick it in the freezer. I'll bring it to work with me the next day, set it on my desk, let it uh, thaw, and then I'll, I'll heat it up in the microwave at lunch, eat that, and I'm good to go. I didn't spend a dime right? Um, and I also saved us money because that's food that didn't go to waste, right? So you got to think about all of those little things that you can do, anywhere that you can shave off money, but you want to have at least a little over 20% of your total monthly income left after you pay all your bills. If you're sitting right there, it's tight, it's very tight, but you can make it work as long as you don't overspend. And that's the next portion of this, overspending. All right, guys, last segment on this, and then I'm going to let you get back to life as you know it, all right? Now, this particular portion is very, very, very important. I want you to listen up, and I want you to understand that the reason that I know these things and the reason that I can talk about this freely um, in, and with so much conviction is because I've already been through all of this. I have already had to deal with not having any fucking money right? many times, okay? So I'm a fucking expert at it. I'm an expert at having no money. <laughs> it's pretty easy to manage money when you don't have any, right? So you're always broke. That's it. Anyway, so last segment, um, I've got two more points to make. Um, the first one here is overspending. So right now, we should all agree that you should know exactly how much money that you have to blow through your disposable income, if you will, um, after you're, you have taken care of all of the bills that are of utmost priority to you. So you have already cut out the bills that don't need to be there and you have at least 20% of your paycheck left after you have paid off all your bills, right? You've got at least 20% left. That 20% is going to have to carry you from one week to the next it's going to have to make up the differences when there's not quite enough on a paycheck for a bill. Maybe you're a few hours short, things like that. So what should you do with that 20%? What should you do with it? Realistically, you should throw it in the fucking savings account. That's what you should do, 
That's what you should do. I know you're not going to. I know you're not. All right? You're like, Jason, I make $12 an hour. That's $24,000 a year, 25 actually, if you work 40 hours a week. But let's call it 24,000. That's two grand a month. After taxes, you're probably bringing home 1,600, okay? Assuming that you get paid uh, every week, we could roughly call that $400 a week after taxes, okay? Uh, why am I using a number that's so low? Because the people that are gonna benefit from this the most are the people with the least amount of money. That's why I am using uh, a number that's so low. Plus, a lot of people make that, that 10 to $12 an hour um, especially where I'm from, the Midwest, uh, a lot of folks are, you know, in that 10 to $12 an hour range, regardless of what job they're working, ironically enough. Uh, you know, if you're out there working minimum wage, I mean, this is even harder for you. And, and I, trust me, I get it. I've done it. I've been a minimum wage employee before. It's not easy, especially if you have a family and stuff. So if you are working a minimum wage job, then I want you to kick as much ass at that job as you can and work your way up through the ranks so you can get to you know, a shift leader for 10 bucks an hour or you know, a, an assistant manager for 12 bucks an hour or you know, whatever it is, general manager for 14 bucks an hour. You wanna move up in the ranks so that you can make more money. Um, but in the meantime, we're gonna talk about where you're throwing your money that it doesn't need to be. Remember the story that I told in the very beginning about going to the gas station and going to the grocery store? Listen, retail locations are set up in a way to make poor people fail. <laughs> Why do I say that? Because most of the time, people with very little money are very willing to spend it. More often than people who have a lot of money. People who have a lot of money will pick up a penny off the fucking sidewalk and put it in their pocket like I just did, even though I don't have a lot of money. <laughs> but <clears throat> poor folk, which is most of us, we see something for a dollar. We're like, it's only a dollar. And we're willing to buy that bad boy, right? Whatever it is, doesn't matter. It could be completely fucking useless. It's only a dollar. So it's not that big a deal. And that mentality is what you have to stop right now. You have to stop saying to yourself, well, it's only 50 cents. Well, you know, I bought this at the thrift store. Had I bought it at a retail location, it would have cost five times as much. But I bought it from a thrift store, so it's a lot less money. But it's still money, guys. All right? One minus one equals zero. Regardless of, of, of how great a deal it is, one minus one equals zero. Doesn't matter if you make a million dollars a year or if you make a million pennies in 10 years. Like, it doesn't matter. One minus one still equals zero. So if you only have $248 left from your paycheck to last you the entire month, then you're not gonna wanna spend a dollar here and a dollar there because that 248 will go by so fast, you don't even know what happened to it, which is why we're telling you to write it, why I'm telling you to write everything down, all right? So a lot of people have a habit of shopping on Amazon. Um, it's great to scroll around and look to see what kind of deals are out there, especially if there's something in particular that you want, uh, things like that, Shopify, um, offer up thrift stores all of those things we think we're saving money because we're buying things at a lower rate than we would if we went to say Walmart or you know Lane Bryant or uh, whatever uh, to buy something and, and instead of getting it at, like the thrift store or whatever so we think we're saving money because that's what we've been trained to think all of these years you know that's how Walmart has become so massive uh, over the past 40 years because they know that poor people will spend money if they're given the opportunity. And that is 
seriously how Sam Walton has created such a massive company. Um, starting out as a, a little five and dime store in Bentonville, Arkansas. And now it's a multi-billion dollar worldwide organization because he knew that all he had to do was put nickel and dime shit up and people would nickel and dime themselves to death and make him rich. And that's exactly what the fuck happened. That is exactly what happened. You all fell for it. We all fell for it. Right? The crap that you buy at Walmart is no better than the crap that you buy at Target or the crap that you buy anywhere else. It's all from the same place as China. And, you know, you're not, you're not doing yourself any favors. All right? So if you like shoes, all right, if you got a few pairs of shoes, do you really need any more? And you're a chick, so yeah, you do need more because they got to match the outfit, so on and so forth. I totally get that. But let me ask you a question. What's more important, having $250 in your checking account or your savings account or having a pair of shoes to match one fucking shirt that you might wear twice in the next 12 months. You got to think about that. The overspending is fucking killing you. The coffees, the sodas, the, the gum, the iPhone charger, that's a great deal. Listen, all of those things cost more than they should. And even when they are a great deal, when it is something that is a legit like 50% off clearance type of thing, even though it's a great deal, it's still money coming out of your disposable income. All right, so you have to wrap your head around the fact that a dollar is a hell of a lot more than a dollar because a dollar here and a dollar there, all of a sudden, if you did that every single day in a month, it's 30 bucks. Your 248 just went down to 218. Are you we on the same page here? Are you getting this? So it's extremely imperative that you understand how easy it is to fly through 100 bucks. It's simple. It's very, very easy. And we do it so quickly that we don't even realize that it happened. And next thing you know, you're like, where's my money? <laughs> so you got to stop overspending. You got to look at every single purchase as something. Do I need this? Am I willing to sacrifice everything else that I need in order to get this one thing? Right? If you shop on Amazon or Shopify or, or uh, all those other online outlet stores and things like that, do yourself a favor. Put shit in your cart and get off the website for 24 hours. Do not go back to that website for another 24 hours. This is going to give you an opportunity to really weigh how much you actually want this item that's in your cart. How much you actually need this item that's in your car. And it's also going to give you an opportunity to think about the other things that you would do with that exact same money. All right? Because if you're willing to throw down 100 bucks on Amazon right now, what else could you throw that $100 on that would be more beneficial to you? I guarantee you, you can find something. For 100 bucks, you could buy five different books that could change your life. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. There's a lot of them out there. You know, people like me who want to help people write books all the time. Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Stephen Covey, uh, Habits of Highly Successful People. Um, Andy Frisella has a line of children's books out there derived at helping kids to understand that, you know, how to, to manage money and how to run a business and things like that. There's a million books out there that you can get that will help you with the things that you have problems with in your life, the things you're struggling with. So, realistically, do you need what's in your cart? Do you have to have what's in your cart? Can you live without it for another paycheck? And if you have, if you're the kind of person that has a really hard time doing that, and 
you tend to nickel and dime yourself on Amazon. So like 10 bucks here, 20 bucks there, 30 bucks here with free shipping, right? I have a friend that I work with that does this. And so what I told her was, here's what I want you to do. Instead of looking up five, six, seven, eight, 10, 12 items that you really want, think about one thing that you really, really want, but you cannot buy it with one paycheck. Okay? Does this make sense? So in other words, if you get paid every week and after every paycheck you, you pay your bills in their priority and you have $100 left or $50 left, right? Then instead of going in and spending $20 on this little thing that you want or $30 on this little thing you want or all $50 that you have left on a couple, two or three different items, instead of doing that, go look for something that you've been wanting for a long time that costs a lot of money, something that costs three or $400. The reason why you're gonna do that is because if you pick that thing out on Amazon or Shopify, you stick that thing in your cart, right? And it's gonna take you three paychecks to be able to come up with enough money to pay for this item to get it shipped. What's gonna happen is during that time where you're saving this money, you're doing two things. Number one, you are going to decide how much you really want this thing, how much it truly means to you right? If it means a lot, you're going to be saving your money. You're not going to spend that money because you know you've got this thing in your cart that you can't wait to hit the buy button on and process the payment and get it shipped, right? It's Amazon, so it's going to be there in seven minutes. So no problem with that. All you got to do is hold off. Now, the second thing that you're doing here is you are teaching yourself to save your money, to save your money instead of, oh, it's only a dollar Nope, I can't do that because this dollar's got to go towards my pontoon boat that I want to buy or my kayak that I want to buy, uh, you know, or whatever it is that you want. I mean, there's got to be something out there that costs three, four, five hundred bucks that you can't buy with one paycheck that you would love to have. So that's the thing you want to focus on. If you do that and you start saving that money, this is what's going to happen. When you get to this, this spot where that item is in your cart, ready to be checked out, all you got to do is process the payment and it's on its way. When you look at that, and then you look at your bank account, let's say it costs 350 bucks, you saved up 350 bucks. That's what you've got in your bank account right now to, to, to throw on this Amazon item, right? You're gonna seriously look at that at this point and say, man, what do I want to have more? This really nice kayak or the $350 in my checking account? Let me see if I can save up for just one more week maybe I can get a little bit nicer one, right? So this is gonna get you into the habit of saving your money. Now, final point and then I'll leave you be because I gotta go back to work. When it comes to saving, every single successful rich person in the entire world will tell you the same thing. You have to pay yourself first. You and I were just talking about the bills and their priorities and not once did I mention savings. And there's a reason for that because I know that right now, if you're living paycheck to paycheck, you have one of two or both things going on, which is A, you're not managing your money properly, or B, you have a problem with overspending, right? And it could be C, a combination of those two things. You don't know what you've got coming in, you don't know how much you've got going out, and you're spending more than you should. So if you're doing that, you don't have 10% of your income to put in the savings account, do you? I know, but you should be. 
So once again, if you make $12 an hour, $25,000 a year, $24 a year, it's two grand a month, then you should be putting $200 a month into your savings account to help you to save for future problems that you cannot possibly foresee. You fall down, you break an arm, you got a $75 deductible at the emergency room, um, you get into a car accident, you've got a $500 deductible on the car. Uh, you know, all of these things, anything can happen. Transmission goes out, now you're spending two grand on a transmission. You know, whatever it is, you want to be able to save and have money for those, those things that happen that you can't, you can't predict, right? So, I don't care what the number is, you need to take 10% of your gross income, not your net income, that's the, the, the income before taxes. You want to take that number, if it's two grand a month, even though you only get 1600 automatically $200 a month goes into your savings. Automatically, and don't touch it. Pretend it's not there, you got to forget about it. You start doing these things, okay? You start doing these things. Stop saying things like it's only a dollar, it's only a quarter, it's only 50 cents, it's only $5, it's only $10. Stop saying that to yourself. Stop kidding yourself. Instead, instead you're gonna say, nope, that's not in the budget. That's not in the budget. That's not in the budget, all right? And you're gonna say, nope, I can't use this disposable income because 200 of that's gotta go into my savings account. I've only got 120 left. I guarantee you and I promise you guys right now, if you start doing these things, you will see more money in your savings account. Your savings will start to build up. You'll have money in your checking account and you're gonna feel like you're fucking rich even though nothing has really changed. Maybe you got rid of some shit you didn't need, but other than that, nothing has really changed. Right? Your income is the same, your bills are the same. The difference is the way you management. Manage all of those things. That's all I got for you today, guys. Until I talk to you again, be good to yourselves and be good to each other.